Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for this, our driver ratings for the Austrian Grand Prix. Wow, what a weekend that was. A fantastic weekend of racing across all formulas, not just Formula 1, but Formula 1 is the one we're going to focus on today for our drive rating. We'll be giving each driver a rating from 1 to 10. Now, firstly, you have to subscribe, that's the rules. Secondly, how are we doing this? Because there was a sprint race and the main race. So what I've done is for each driver, I've given them a rating out of 10 for the sprint race, I've given them a rating out of 10 for the main race, and then I have done an average of the both with a bit more weight towards the main race than the sprint race to give them an overall score. It's quite the science. What I've done is I took their sprint race score, then I added the main race score, then I added the main race score again, then I divided by three, then I rounded it to the nearest whole number. It's quite the science. I hear the Nobel Prize for Science is in the post. It's, it's amazing stuff. I'm getting text messages from people telling me how fantastic my system is. So let's get going then. We're going to start with the Williams team and uh, Logan Sargent, that's his name, Logan Sargent. For the sprint race, he qualified 20th, finished 18th. I gave him a 6 for this. I thought, you know, it was okay. He's not had the best few races in the last few weekends, so I thought that was pretty good for him, but even better in the main race, where he qualified 18th, finished in 13th. I gave him an 8 out of 10 for that. I thought he did really well. You know, for a driver who is a rookie in a car that isn't very good uh, he hasn't scored points yet 13th very good i hope he has that confidence behind him coming into silverstone it's a big weekend for the williams team it's their 800th grand prix allegedly they're gonna have all sorts of special livery and stuff so hopefully there'll be some upgrades along with the special livery i doubt it but i hope and you know i think this is a really good weekend for him speaking yesterday well, i know i'm going on a bit now about sergeant but i've got some stuff to say at the start of the year his first two races i thought were incredible remember at the time saying that i thought i thought he was the best rookie on the grid at that time since then the the uh, the limelight's kind of got off him a little bit he had a few it's like nothing weekends but this one's a good one for him and i hope he's back on track overall though seven out of ten for logan sergeant uh, across to Albon now, for the qualifying and sprint, he started 11th and he went backwards, ended up finishing 13th. I gave him a 5 out of 10 for that one because, you know, qualifying 11th, that shouldn't happen in a Williams. And only to go back to 13th, I thought was pretty good overall for Albon, who's just been demonstrating how good he is over the last few weekends. Uh, in the main race, though, he qualified 10th, finished 11th. I gave him a 7 out of 10. There was a lot of cars behind him that shouldn't have been behind him. He held them off really well. Some great defensive driving from Albon. Yes, really good stuff. Overall, he gets a 6. Across to Alpha Tauri now. Nick DeVries qualified 14th for the sprint, finished 17th. Gave him a 5 out of 10. Thought, you know, it's just what the Alpha Tauri does. It's rubbish. And in the main race, he qualified last, finished in 17th again. You know, fine. Fine stuff. 6 out of 10. So overall, it's an average of a 6. His teammate, though, Yuki Snowda, bad weekend for Yuki. And he was on my fantasy team as well. Yuki Snowda qualified 13th for the sprint, finished in 16th, gave him a 5. On the main race, though, oh my god, qualified 16th, finished literally last. Of the people who finished the race, he was 19th. I gave him a 4. Uh, an average of that is... Four. Not a great weekend for Yuki. Someone who's been looking quite good this season. I think this might be his worst race weekend of the season so far. Hopefully we'll bounce back in Silverstone, especially if I keep him on my team. But someone who did fantastically well 
in uh, in Austria was Nico Hulkenberg for the Haas team. In the sprint race, he qualified fourth. He ran in second place for quite some time. He finished the race in sixth. I gave him a 10. I mean, literally, there's... In that Haas, you cannot get better than what he did in that race. Fantastic stuff. Some great attacking driving. When he... Fighting cars that he shouldn't have been fighting. Great defensive driving. Fighting against cars that he shouldn't be able to defend against. Pitch for pitch, perfect, perfect sprint race from Nico Hulkenberg. I don't know how you can get better than that. It's a 10 for the sprint. The main race, though, is a lot more unlucky. Qualified 8th, didn't finish the race, didn't get that far into the race. I think he gained some positions off the start, and then he slowly went backwards because his tyres were just overheating. I gave him a 7 because, obviously, he didn't finish the race. We don't know what he could have gone on to do, but 7 overall there. Uh, it's an average of an 8 out of 10 for Nico. His teammate, though, had quite an anonymous weekend, really. Qualifying 10th in the sprint, which is very good. Both passes into Q3 of the sprint. Uh, then in the uh, race, finished 14th. Gave him a 5 out of 10. Very average performance there. Then in the main race, qualified 19th, finished 18th. Totally anonymous, really. And another 5 out of 10. Giving him an average of a 5 out of 10. Lance Stroll now for Aston. For the sprint, qualified in 7th. Finished the race in 4th. I gave him a 10. And people might go a 10 for finishing 4th. But when you see... The defence he put up against uh, Fernando Alonso at the end of that race. How can you give anything but a 10? That was Lance's greatest driving performance we've seen this entire season. Such good stuff in the sprint race. In the main race, though, he qualified 6th, finished the race in ninth, And he's very anonymous. It's crazy how much a difference a day can make going from that great performance in the sprint to just totally nothing in the main race. I gave him a 6 out of 10 for the main race. An average of 7. His teammate though, Alonso, qualifying 6th from the sprint, finishing 5th. I gave him an 8 for that. You know, I thought it was okay. And then in the main race, qualified 7th, finished the race in 5th. Again, another 8. You know, a, a good performance from Fernando across the board. Overall, 8 out of 10. Zhou Guan Yu. Now, here's some interesting stuff. So in the, in the sprint race, qualified 16th, finished the race in 19th. Just went backwards. Nothing to be spoken of. Not a great race. 4 out of 10. Main race. Qualifies um, 17th. Finished the race in 12th. But is one of only two people to not have any track limits violations at all. In a race where everyone was getting track limit violation, Joe didn't. And he made up a load of places thanks to it. I gave him a 9 for the main race, giving him a 7 overall. His teammate, though, Valtteri Bottas, qualified 19th for the sprint, finished in 20th. I gave him a 4. Very nothing performance. In the main race, though, he uh, qualified 14th, finished 15th, went backwards one place. I mean, I just gave him a 6. I think he had some damage at the start and was carrying that through most of the race. There you know, wasn't much he could do. I think 15th is a solid result for what he was given there. On to McLaren. Now, this is a mixed result here because one of them had some very good upgrades. The other one had the old rubbish car. Um, Oscar Piastri, sprint race, qualified 17th, finished the race in 11th. Gave him an 8 because in that McLaren, that is awful. Making up those many positions, I think, is very impressive. In the main race, though, he did go backwards. He qualified 13th, finished in 16th. I gave him a 5. Overall, that is a 6 out of of 10 and i'm looking forward to seeing what he can do with these upgrades i think he's gonna do really really well uh, lando norris he qualified for the sprint in third finished the race in ninth i'm oh, so disappointed with lando's performance in the sprint i gave him a four out of ten for the sprint 
because he was given such an opportunity to just go for it, especially on that second corner, second, third corner. And he just stalled the car, anti-stall, bogged down, lost so many places. I mean, I think a top three, top four was on for the sprint race for sure. And he kind of threw it away. So I gave him a four out of ten. In the main race, though, qualified fourth, stayed in fourth, great racing. This is the Lando that I've been wanting to see. This is the Lando of 2021. This is the Lando of 2022. This is the Lando that I've been missing. Finally, giving a good car, not making any mistakes, looking really good. He got a 10 out of 10 from me for the first for the proper race. An average overall of an 8 out of 10 for Lando. Very impressed. I'm hoping that he can carry it through into Silverstone. On to Alpine now. Pierre Gasly qualified 12th, got very unlucky there, and finished the race in, um, I put 4th there, but that can't be true. No, it's 15th he was, not 4th. I gave him a 4 out of 10, because he just went backwards. He should be better in that Alpine. Uh, quite disappointing there for the sprint race. Main race, though, qualified 9th, finished 10th. That's about what you'd expect from the Alpine. I gave him a 7. Overall, it's a 6 out of 10. Esteban Ocon. Qualified 8th for the sprint, finished it in 7th, that's an 8 out of 10, I think that's pretty good. I think the Alpine, their aim is 9th and 10th for every race to finish 7th, is above what you would expect. In the main race though, uh, he qualified 12th, finished 14th, quite anonymous race, 5 out of 10, overall a 6. Russell now, qualified 15th for the sprint, awful qualifying but finished in 8th. I gave him an 8 out of 10 because I think his driving was pretty good there. In the main race, though, qualified 11th, finished 7th, gave him a 7. He was also the other guy who didn't have any track limits violations there, so good stuff for him uh, overall in the main race, but his average score will be a 7. Lewis, though, qualified 18th in the sprint race, finished 10th, gave him a 7 out of 10 um, because, you know, he should be doing better than qualifying 18th in that car. I know he was blocked, but you have lots of opportunities to put a lap in. Um, in the main race, he qualified fifth, finished eighth, gave him a sixth, because, you know, whatever happened, I don't know what was going on with that car, but don't know if it was driver or car-related, but something wasn't right. Overall, a six out of ten for Lewis. On to the Ferrari boys. Carlos Sainz qualified fifth for the sprint, finished it in third. He gets a ten, because I fell in love with Carlos Sainz this weekend. His sprint qualifying performance... Is one of the best qualifying performances I've ever seen. Especially that, I'm talking specifically about that SQ1. Going out, being a, having a brakes issue, sitting in the garage for the entire session, being told, right, you have one lap to get this done, and putting in a faster lap than everyone else had in that session, that's incredible stuff. That's the kind of stuff you want for your driver. When they're truly, truly under pressure, they pull it out of the bag and show you what they're worth. Great stuff from Carlos there. And then in the race itself, just driving really, really well. Great stuff from him. And then in, in the main race, sorry, qualifying third, finishing in sixth, I gave him an eight. That's mainly due to his performance defending against Checo. Fantastic stuff. I mean, if you, if drivers had highlight reels to show to other teams, Carlos could make a highlight reel out of just this race. That showed everything a, a team would want from a driver this weekend. Overall, he gets a 9 out of 10. Uh, his teammate, though, Charles Leclerc, qualified 9th for the sprint, went down to 12th. I mean, unbelievable. I gave him a 4 for the sprint. No idea what happened there. In the main race, though, much better. Qualifying second, finishing second, led the race at one point. I mean, when the Red Bull is that dominant in the hands of Max Verstappen, you can't ask for much more from Charles Leclerc. 10 out of 10 for the main race. Overall, it's an 8 for him. Sergio Perez in the sprint, qualified second, finished second, 10 out of 10. You know, 
I don't expect him to challenge Max at this point. I think that's he did the perfect thing. He did exactly what his job was. He even led the race for like a corner. Unbelievable stuff from Checo. Then in the main race, qualified 15th because he couldn't keep the bloody car on the track. Finished the race in 8th though. Not in 8th, in 3rd. I gave him an 8 out of 10. Because, you know, even though he had an awful qualifying, I think he made up for it. I mean, he could have beaten Charles, but that would have given him a 9 or something. I don't know. Overall, he got a 9 though. So, good job from Checo. And finally, Max Verstappen. Sprint race, pole. Sprint race, win. Main race, pole, main race, win, it's a 10. And then a 10, working out an average of a 10. I mean, what can you complain about Max for this weekend? I had a comment on one of my driver rating videos the other day. It was the one for Spain, where Max got pole, got the win, led every lap, and got fastest lap. And he got the full-on Grand Slam, and I gave him a 10 out of 10. And I had a comment from someone going, Oh, well, you know, he's just in, he's in a fast car, so maybe he doesn't deserve a 10. If you do everything perfect, you deserve a 10. It doesn't matter what car you're in. If you have someone like Max Verstappen, who did what he did this weekend, how is that not a 10? I'm supposed to give him a 9, because there was 10 laps of the race that he didn't lead. Come on now, let's not be ridiculous. It's a 10. So, my driver of the weekend is Max Verstappen with the 10, and the worst driver of the weekend was Yuki Tsunoda. Average of a 4. I've been very high on Yuki lately, but that was a bad weekend for him. Right, what have we got coming up this week then? It is the Silverstone Grand Prix this weekend, so we'll have the Grand Preview. We will have the coverage of the F3. We'll have the coverage of the F2. We will have the coverage of the F1. All that and possibly more. Who knows? So make sure you subscribe for all that later on this weekend. And then, you know, the week after, there is no F1 on. But I've got something really special just for you. It's a video that I've been working on for four months of my life. It's coming out next weekend, next Friday, when, well, week on Friday, sorry, when there's no F1. So there's something very special for you there that I'm really proud of and I hope you'll enjoy. So make sure you subscribe to see that. Should be good. I will see you there. Hope you have a lovely week. Goodbye.